This is the Hiking Through Life podcast. We've all been gifted a journey called life. Let's see where the journey leads us today. This is day 32 of our summer road trip, Saturday, August 10th. And today we woke up at a city park in Cascade, Montana. Yeah, it was another free campsite, kind of in the middle of a neighborhood. This one was smaller than the one we were at last night. There was three designated camp spots there. But it was the perfect spot just to pull in late at night and sleep and get going again in the morning. There was a pavilion and bathrooms, just just what we needed for the night. Yeah, it was right off of Interstate 15, um, just south of Great Falls. And we had a, we had a pretty, I guess, um, a little bit of an eventful night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Daisy got in a little fight. Yeah, th- we were cooking dinner at the um, park there. They had a grill and they had a couple picnic tables. Um, this campsite is put on by the Lions Club at in the city there. And we were grilling and it was dark. It was probably uh, close to 10 o'clock. Yep. And we heard these people come up well there was this rv that was parked like i guess right along near where where the yeah right in front of pretty much where we were cooking and they had a dog and we heard the dog in the rv earlier so these people came and they came in a different car but they were the ones staying in that rv and then they let their dog out and they had it off leash Yep, and the dog came right on over to Daisy and, and it just probably <laughs> was wanting to be friendly, I don't know, but Daisy being Daisy wanted to protect us and she got aggressive and she was on leash. And, and then, this park did advertise keep your dogs on leashes. Yeah, so Sarah tried to stop the dog from coming <laughs> over, but the dog just juked Sarah a bit and then came over to Daisy and then they got into a fight. Yeah. No, none of the dogs were hurt or bleeding. I mean, yeah, luckily it broke up pretty quick. Um, their owner came over and got their dog. I got Daisy under control and yeah, no, nothing serious happened, so yeah. that was good. Thankfully, nothing happened, but, I mean, the biggest message we would like people to have is please leash up your dogs all the time if there is a rule that your dog should be leashed because otherwise they tend to wander to other dogs that aren't going to be as friendly. Yeah, so it was one of those instances where it's like, yeah, your dog might be friendly, but the other dogs around might not be. So we um, had that. um, Other than that, it was a peaceful night. The interstate was right behind us, so there there was that. But um, it was, I mean, for the most part, a peaceful yeah, it was like sleeping at a rest area, the noise level probably. Yeah, it didn't really bother us too much, I don't think. No. So, 
So um, yeah, then we uh, woke up, cooked our breakfast quick, and our plan was to go hiking for the day in hopes of good weather. Yeah, and we wanted to find some hiking and camping in the Lewis and Clark National Forest, um, a different segment than what we had done that what we had driven through, and. This area was, um, it contained the Bob Marshall Wilderness. Um, there was a couple other places, but we were keen more on the Bob Marshall Wilderness. So we stopped at a ranger station. And, well, the first one we stopped at actually was closed. And then we stopped at another one in Augusta, Montana. And we were able to get some information. We got some information more so on camping. Um, and then we also got... Uh, newspaper about stuff to do in the area and that had some hiking in it yeah ranger stations are always super helpful very informative with the rangers that are there and the information they can hand you before you enter the national forest so highly recommend stopping at your local ranger station before you enter any forest area Especially if you're new to the area. It's very helpful to us. We've been stopping at all the ranger stations before we go into forests. Yeah, we haven't really done any research actually for this um, road trip. So it's been super helpful because we don't know the areas and we don't have maps or anything. So um, we've, like Sarah said, have just been stopping at the U.S. Forest service uh ranger stations and like that's their job and they're actually very happy when people come in because otherwise people are going unprepared into wilderness areas and that's when emergencies happen because people aren't prepared and they don't know where they're going so it's better that you do stop in places like this that have those resources for you yeah we got information about what wildlife to expect in the area Um, bears being one so like it gave us some information on you know what to do um, to avoid grizzlies um, and black bears and what to do if you do encounter them or if you do encounter a mountain lion Um, so it's that kind of stuff too um, that's helpful not just the hiking trails and where the campsites are and stuff like that so it's always good to um, stop, get that info, familiarize yourself with that before setting out on your trip, um, into the wilderness. So, unfortunately today it rained again. Yeah, it was kind of an on and off rainy day again, so we spent some time driving in the car, and then when it lightened up a bit, we were able to get out and do our first short hike to a falls. Yeah, we went to the Double Falls Campground, which is a free campground within the forest, and it has these waterfalls, and that's kind of what intrigued us about it, is there's these two waterfalls that are along this creek that goes through the campground and we stopped and we were debating whether or not we wanted to camp there because it was still raining yeah everything i mean the table there there was a table which was nice a lot of free sites don't offer that um but it was just soaking wet and it was still pretty early in the day so 
And then we also read a sign, too, that said that that campground was subject to flash flooding. Um, So that was another thing. If rain was continuing in the forecast, we didn't really want to be there if there was a flash flood. And so we ended up just kind of sitting there debating for a second, just exploring the other campsites that were within the campground. There was only four sites at the campground. And as we were exploring a little bit, Sarah found the trail to the waterfalls. So we ended up hiking that trail, getting some pictures of the beautiful waterfalls. Yeah, it was a nice quick hike, perfect for what we needed to get out and stretch our legs a bit before it started raining even harder. <laughs> yeah, so we got uh, we got a little bit of drizzle um, through the hike, but then we also... Um, came back to the car and it had lightened up a little bit so then we were just like okay let's let's drive on and see what else this has to offer and so we drove down the forest road more and we found a little pull-off area as the clouds were breaking so there's a little bit of blue sky and we decided we were hungry, so we made a couple mountain house meals. Yeah, and, and it was, was finally, like, warm enough, because it was so cold every time we got out of the car before that. Yeah, I think finally once the sun came out for that brief period of time, it uh, it rejuvenated us a little bit. And then we decided to cook, and this was about mid-afternoon. So we get... Filled up on some mountain house meals. Which are perfect for any time of day. They're those dehydrated (laughs) meals. And yeah, it's a no no cleanup at all. You just eat out of the pouch. So we do appreciate those once in a while when we don't feel like cleaning. Yeah, it was quick and easy. So then we uh, headed back towards this one road that we saw that we thought, oh, maybe we can drive up this. And it was going up this mountain. And so we pulled off, and then once we got closer, we decided that's way too steep to try and bring a car up, even though it had um, tracks going up. I suspect it's probably ATV tracks and not cars, because it looked pretty steep. It was very steep. It was like roller coaster steep. Yeah, we decided just to park the car at the bottom and then hike up. So we ended up hiking up that. And then actually, once you got to the... um, It wasn't the top of the mountain, but it was like this... It leveled off, and you could actually see down to the road in the valley below. And we just decided to keep hiking along that flat spot along the side of the mountain. So we just kept going and... There was um, a lot of signs of cattle again. I mean, a lot of grazing up there, I guess. Yeah, loads of loads of uh, poop on the ground. But if you can just avoid the poop on the ground, watch where you're walking. Um, the views up there were amazing. Yeah, and the, the clouds were really low today, too, so... Um the it felt almost like we could touch the clouds as we looked out you know across that valley and they came down so you couldn't even see like halfway up some of those mountains so that was cool to see and then we also saw as we were walking um 
across um, the valley. So as we were walking on the side of the mountain, if you kept looking straight in front of us, there was this valley that went down and then it went up again another mountain. And there were these black bears that we saw. Yeah, three of them. We It was a mama and then two babies, we think. Yeah, and at first we were debating, okay, are these cattle again or are these bears? Because at first you said that they were bears. Because it was so high up. Yeah, I definitely thought they were bears. Oh, yeah, and then I was like, well, we just saw a bunch of (laughs) cattle that were also black. So I was like, maybe it's the cattle. So we sat there and watched it for a little bit, and I wish we had our binoculars. We forgot to pack those for this trip. Um, we brought them out east, didn't use them, and then we left them at home yeah, this time. Yeah, after we ditched all of our other items. <laughs> yeah, so unfortunately, if we had our binoculars, we could have been for sure, you know, whether it was a bear or a cow. But we the longer... also think it was a bear because it was moving fairly quickly. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's what I was gonna get to. Is that like as we we're sitting there and watching it longer, is its movement was a little bit more bear-like instead of cattle grazing-like, and you could also see that it wasn't as like square-bodied as a cow. It was more rounded in its back end and shoulders. And so that's why we think it was a bear. And the two cubs that it that were with the mom, they were, yeah, significantly smaller. Yes. And just following mom around. Yeah, so, yeah, like little magnets. So, yeah, that was cool to see. We just wish we would have had the binoculars so we could see closer. Yeah. So then we went kind of down into that valley between where we had seen the bears, where we were, and where the bears were. Um, We didn't go all the way down into the valley, but we just went, you know, as far as we felt comfortable on the trail. And it wasn't really a trail necessarily either. It was kind of cattle trail that we were following. Yeah, and then after a while, the trail kind of ended. So we were just kind of going through the trees eventually. Yeah, we were just kind of like exploring the uh, the wilderness. Yeah, we didn't think that it's meant to be a hiking trail. Yeah, but I mean, out here you can kind of just go wherever you want in the wilderness. Yeah. You know, as far as your skill level and what you feel comfortable with. Um, I would not recommend it if you are not... Um, an avid outdoors person um, to just kind of wander by yourself out there. But, um, you know, if you know a little bit about navigation and orienteering, like definitely go out and explore because there's lots to see. We saw some remains of, um, I don't know exactly what it was, but it was vertebrae from something larger. I would guess maybe an elk or... It looked a little too big for a deer. So, yeah, I I don't know. Something had a nice little lunch there or dinner or both. Yeah, there was like six or seven different pieces of this that we just kept finding. (laughs) Yeah, and then we also saw some some elk droppings, um, some elk tracks, um, 
And then, yeah, just the cattle stuff, too. We were looking for some bear tracks, but we didn't see any. Um, just the bears across the way. So, yeah, um, I guess the, the deeper you get into the wilderness and the more removed from the more human-trafficked areas, the foot-trafficked areas or car-trafficked areas, um, I guess the more wildlife you might happen upon. But, yeah, just use caution when you're out there. Yeah, use caution. Keep your distance from wildlife. And I recommend always hiking with bear spray. Yes, we had our bear spray with us. We were making a little bit of noise as we hiked every so often, too, so that we wouldn't um, surprise any wildlife. Uh, we wanted to make sure that they knew we were coming that way. Yeah, because that's when they feel threatened. Yeah. So after that, we decided that we were going to try to find this game preserve. And it was in the Bob Marshall Wilderness. But again, we didn't have a ton of information on that. So being a wilderness, um, you can't drive your vehicle into it. And we had kind of forgotten about that small fact. So we were looking for this road to get into the wilderness. And we had this highway map. And I kept seeing this yellow dotted line. I was like, oh, this is going right into that game preserve. This has got to be the road. And I didn't really quite um, read the map legend as I should. It was actually the county divide line. So it was the border of the county that I was trying to look for. <laughs> it wasn't actually a road. Not fully thoroughly did the homework. <laughs> so It was kind of an adventure. Anyways, we saw... Um, some other parts of the park, but we did not get to that game preserve. You have to hike into it, I guess. So, um, we ended up leaving the National Forest and coming to this um, wildlife uh, management area. And it's all of these different ponds, and they have a ton of birds. So, if you're a bird lover um you should definitely check this area out i mean it's it was dark when we got here so we haven't really explored the area they do have a free campground area so that's what we're using and staying at tonight and if the clouds cooperate and clear up it's a great stargazing area too i mean there's really no there's a, no light pollution other than, I guess, really, like, the office, um, I guess, that is here and on the wildlife management area. There's one light outside. There's some lights from cars going by on the highway, but that's it. Yeah, it's very quiet and peaceful out here. And it's very grassy, um, so there's, very like, open. no trees to obstruct your views. There's just a couple of these small little, like... 10 foot tall um trees yeah and it's nice they even have picnic tables at this one as well yeah so great spot for tent camping even rvs i mean it's a big big area so um there's nobody else here it seems like tonight they do have like a little outhouse bathroom you can't have fires here yes no fires it's 
there's a lot of grass um, and a lot of drier grass so it's a good little spot for us to spend the night and then get going and I think tomorrow we're going to head to Glacier National Park um, it's supposed to rain a bit I think tomorrow too from what I remember in the forecast uh, Daisy's not allowed on any of the trails in Glacier National Park, so we figured that it would be a good time with the rain to just drive through the park and spend the day kind of driving through, sightseeing throughout the park. That makes day number three of driving through the rain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then, um, hopefully it clears up so we can do more hiking. Yeah. Let's hope for an afternoon hike out of the park. It's good to get out and stretch those legs after the rain. As beautiful as it is to see things, it's it gets to be some really long days in rainy drives. Yeah. We have been, you know, driving through the national forest though, so even though it's been raining, we've had beautiful scenery around us. We just haven't been able to explore it by foot yet or camp in it the way we usually do by backpacking so i think with that though we will sign out for tonight and check back in tomorrow yep thank you for listening guys you've been listening to the hiking through life podcast Peace, love, and hike through life.